0: them come this is their fate all right all right welcome back to the house of wolves podcast i am your host deontay here are my near and dear friends jalen and josh they just coming in off of the well one's coming off that sleep one coming off that i don't know either baby duty or being out out on a town all over the place today but we um we're here. We're here to talk about some games. I still ain't got my intro sounds, which is starting to look bad since we're like episode 75. <laughs> At this point, I need to definitely just go ahead and um figure out some some gunshots, some music, some introduction, something to get the people going. But I don't want to obviously not that song. But um yeah. Let's get the let's get started really, but before we do, as usual, Jalen, Josh, update the people on what you've been up to, what you've been doing, um, how life's going, what you've been playing, anything intriguing going on in your life at this very moment. Let the people know.
1: Well, I thought it'd be nice to... Um not let Deontay know that I'm in Ohio right now and I was gonna surprise him, so surprise me. Oh, to to yeah, Ohio. yeah, sure. <laughs> you probably best. go to Japan, and I, <laughs> and I, nah, but uh, now I'm to go to Japan tomorrow. I ain't even playing nothing, I got my Steam Deck ready for that uh trip.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And
1: what games you got loaded? Uh, <laughs> uh, he just got right Steam,
0: straight, straight Steam games. He loves his theme games. Yeah, ain't like
1: I got, I don't, I don't have anything like Mario Galaxy or Metal Gear Solid, Subsistence, <laughs> or Pokemon. Or, what is a Pokemon? <laughs> What's we a got Pokemon? <laughs> um, no, I just got, uh, I got Overwatch on there, you know? That's it. That's all I'm playing. Man. Overwatch on the plane with no internet connection. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> can't have no internet. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I do do it. connect to the world without internet. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, okay, you got your stuff ready. That's good. That's good. Anything you ain't been playing nothing, right? You just been, I guess, our little sessions of Overwatch. Outside of that, nothing really too crazy. How is um, how is packing for j- Japan in twenty twenty three? Is that different from twenty sixteen when we went?
1: Yeah, I don't even remember packing in twenty
0: sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it it was. um, If I if I remember correctly, I think it was big, big, big suitcase. One, one, one big, one big suitcase, something like that. I don't remember, but I think uh, I remember being like, "Yeah, we should have did one suitcase," because I think we ended up doing two. which I had like a really big one, so no, no, it was it was just a a different time, I suppose, when it come to airfare and travel, because we had no, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, you had yeah. No, uh Pete. What's your shoes called? The Grizzly not Grizzly. Uh, penny Penny's. Yeah, Penny Harway, uh, My uh, phone. Yeah, the yeah, rookie phone positive. <laughs> Cutting up my yeah, foot. Yeah. Please. I was up in that mud. Please. I said, well, I said, I had to get hey, that those. Boy had Atheon in his feet, bro. He was crazy. I had to get those slippers. <laughs> those slippers was, and uh, them boys wasn't working for me either. But they at least relieved the pain. Uh, but then it, remember, I think it started raining or almost rained. I, I remember being like weather
1: or something. I got, got them cloth the cloth slippers.
0: Got the cloth slippers on, man. I'm like my dog down bad, bro. I said, "Watch the puddles, you know." You know, Josh put his head down. He just keep moving. He don't even look back. I said, "Watch the puddles, Josh." Was probably, Where, are you walk at seven. Where are you taking us? We can walk at
1: seven. Where you taking us, right, bro? I'm like, it's it's an active exercise to catch up walking you, bro. Stop, <laughs> right. <laughs> he said, "What you talking about? I just
0: walking." I like, bro, Daddy Long yeah, Legs. Sit your butt hey. down, boy. I said, hey, "You gotta get him something. You gotta get him something to uh, block off his knees from being able to bend." That man yeah, was striding.
1: You need to him to slow down. He to slow down real quick. He ain't care about your feet though.
0: I hey, 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 told this man to slow down, bro. He ain't listening. To us. <laughs> he ain't listening to us. But yeah, nah, them, um, them is going crazy on your feet, though, bro. <laughs> Listen, or the new things was tagging me. I said, bro, if you, if they get you get uh, lost in the darkness, you got lost in the abyss. <laughs> My feet was lost <laughs> in that abyss, man. They said, all oh, they did that lost in time. I said, Jesus. But yeah, I mean, that was, that's what I'm thinking about 2023. Uh Jalen, with the bumps and bruises that 2026, 2016 Deontay went through. The packing. Hey, you, you still got on your feet from that time? Nah, nah, nah. It wasn't that bad. It just was sore to walk. And now oh, I gotta okay. do my, um, now I'm doing that 5k uh, and, and everything, and I gotta go train for that. And I'm like, bro, I'm not been looking forward to running because I got bad legs. I'm old. Uh, I got bad legs. My feet. I don't know. I don't know. Something. It's not even an endurance thing. I literally have like inflamed shins by the end of a run. It could be a mile. So I gotta go. Um, pop me some uh some type of uh, pain reliever before I do this because I already know them boys are gonna be toe up. Man, not you.
1: Man, you too, young.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're not. Especially when I, I was having these problems when I was. 14 15 so
1: okay for real
0: yeah when I was um running running track because i I don't, I don't know if I run too heavy or my stride isn't proper or I don't know whatever it is when I run I put too much weight on my um on my leg um that inner like or the the top i forget the, I think it's the shin yeah it's the shin whatever I do I put too much weight on it um, or I run too um, hard. But whatever the case may be, over time, it begins to burn and it starts to swell. So I have to, like, sit down. It doesn't happen with basketball because I'm short spurts. It's more so when I'm doing, like, a long endurance running. So I know it's hey, going to
1: me. I, I, I get a joint injection to come from uh,
0: that inflammation, now. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. But yeah, um looking forward to that. Yeah. It's it's a I don't know. It's a weird thing, but we'll see. I haven't done like any endurance running in a long time, so I always usually get on a bike or something. So I don't have to worry about that. But now I gotta do it. It's gonna be a little interesting. But uh but yeah, what about you, Josh? I uh, I know he's coming your way, so Anything you're doing differently this year than 2016 uh, in preparation to see uh, your boy? Get ready to take some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> remember that all <laughs> boys uh, old dorm room? We could, we uh, was like, "Man, we got to sneak them in. Uh, they don't even come back, they don't check. I was like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was interesting going down there the first time with Josh when he was still in school.
2: Uh, planning differently, not not really. Um, I guess it's more um, flexible because you know not as many people, so we can just maybe hit more places in a day. Um, yeah, I know Dylan said he had like a list of places you want to see, and we'll probably try to check out a couple places that we didn't get to see last time. The main thing is, I think we we're just gonna stay uh, local this time, not not traveling far. Because like a Tokyo trip is like it's its own. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's it needs its own trip to like fully take it in. Because when you gotta get there, there's a lot of people. there's a lot of traveling and trains and stuff like that, and it's a big city. So we'll we'll stick. Uh, Stay stick in my area and see see the nice spots. Um, I think it y'all came like spring break time, so it was a little bit warmer last time. Um, it's not like bad out here weather wise, but it, some areas got a little snow or it might be windy. So we'll see how the weather is, but uh, yeah, you know just just hang out, you know, try to get get Jalen to take some pictures, see like see <laughs> if he acts like he liked me.
1: <laughs> Man, I know you ain't talking, bro. You be the first person that boy, man. I don't even like y'all, bro. I'm just empowering y'all. Y'all got, y'all got benefits. <laughs> I really don't like y'all that much, right? You hear that chip on his shoulder? He's He I publicity. know you ain't talking. I ain't telling right. to you. Man, I wish I could show y'all the, a, a visual picture of how Josh be talking about us. He, boy, man, man, I ain't taking my mask off first. I don't even like y'all. <laughs> I'd be dang it if I get COVID around people all right, <laughs> uh, That's so funny.
0: He said. He sent us. He us a picture. and said, "Remember when Josh liked this?"
1: I said, "Yeah." And <laughs> he's he smiling and in the last picture. He's looking like, uh, he's doing I don't even know why they came to come see me, bro. I don't even want to see y'all. I'm really on here because you already told me to come here. Uh, if, it were, if it weren't for her, y'all definitely would to see me. I believe. Mean, oh <laughs> <let> me, oh <laughs> my god.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah." Uh, I, I guess it's it's exciting. Excited that y'all get to you know spend some time together and and do that type of stuff because that's that's real fun stuff and that's the probably the more enjoyable you know interactions than we probably had ever with any game. So I'm I'm happy y'all y'all get to do that this year. Sometime hopefully this year we all can do something. Um, but what about? What you? I've been asking the trip. No, yeah, no, no, I know. I know you bet. But we got to figure out, you know, timing wise, wait for everybody back to the States. And we all got, we got, well, me and Josh got, you know, children now. It's kind hard of harder. But we'll figure something out for sure because I want to make that a, a goal for sure to do something by the end of the year, Um, if not like August time to to do something. So, no, for sure, for sure. We're going to keep talking about it and we're we going to do something. Um, but what you been, uh, playing, Josh, what you been playing? Uh, this week,
2: I ain't really been playing nothing outside of Midnight Suns, um, Mm -hmm. pushing through that, trying to, um, I guess, finish it, it's, it's a long game, and it's a lot of stuff to do, uh, similar to like what I say with Fire Emblem, it's a lot of, um, like social stuff, like building up your team and stuff like that, so, um. a lot of cake oh, baking. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, not necessarily some some stuff, but it's mostly like exploring the the environment, um, making sure that all of your team members like are equally leveled because like you can bring only like three people into a, a mission, but you got like twelve people on your team, so it's like little mm-hmm. side missions you can do. Uh, to, like, boost them up quickly, but you got to do it for each individual character and that, you know, it just takes time trying to build your team. But, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I have 75 hours on Steam right now, but (sighs) to be fair, some of that is just me leaving the computer on, so it's more probably more like 60, but it's still pretty long. I haven't uh, finished it yet. Um, But, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I will say I can see how some people, like, uh, I know you brought up the scale up review. If you're not like really into the the characters or the story, it'll mm. drag on because um all of the talking and stuff. I mean, you can skip it, but then you are literally missing out on like mechanics and stuff like that that keep getting upgraded. Um, so it if it's too long, then you probably get bored uh, of like doing all that for too long. Right. But I mean, I'm enjoying it. I like. Uh, I like the characters, I like the story so far, um, and I enjoy the the side content stuff.
1: Nice. Uh,
2: outside of
0: that, <clears throat> uh, I haven't
2: touched anything else really.
0: Just Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I picked up my copy. I don't know how fast, fi- quick I'm gonna get around to it. Um, Midnight oh, Suns. You, you haven't played it yet. I haven't played it yet because I was gonna like, I was like, let me beat Final Fantasy first before I switch discs. So, oh yeah! Because once I switch a disc, I'm like, take me a real long time to get that disc back in that game system. So I'm gonna wait <laughs> until I finish Final Fantasy, and then mm-hmm. I switch to Midnight Suns. Um, but it was just a way for me to get a copy without having to spend no money. So I just bought it. But um, I'm gonna take my time with it and jump in it when I'm ready. Um, but you okay. get my copy too? No, sir. No, sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your own it be your own car. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, I, I love to see you prosper. Hopefully, you get you a copy. Hopefully, you play the game we're going to talk about because I'm Segway King. Hi Fi Rush because it's free. Um, and hopefully, I mean that's what I've been Man. playing. That's a little bit. That's the, I, I get you what I've been playing. But um, uh, yeah, Hi Fi Rush recently came I don't out. Don't you almost downloaded it.
1: Then I said that Final Fantasy Thirteen was going off my Game Pass and Hades. I was just like, "Man, cut this off, bro." <laughs> you Don't took too long. To
0: you took too long, man. You coming around to good games? That's take. That's too long. I uh, got
1: three years at Game Pass, and they taking off the games I'm actively playing.
0: <laughs> you got to buy it with the discount. They got a really, discount, really. man. You should. They they tell you when they finna leave. They tell you, about you know, to leave Game I, Pass. I cut my Xbox on every three months, bro. So that's what that's what the problem is.
1: The problem is they, they got something on there. Why are they going to put a whole RPG on it and they're going to take it off like it'll take 20 minutes, like it'll take like 40 plus hours to beat. They put yeah. Dino and Cody on there. I'm like, when y'all finna go, take this off? Go anyway. look when
0: they first initially put on Final Fantasy Then You tell me how long you need it. <clears throat> It don't matter. It's just it should stay on That's not how it works. What i do is save later. It's called Game Pass, not Game Stay On. It's yeah, Game well, it's Pass. Gonna be, <laughs> it's going it. to be game trash. I'm looking like, they
1: literally got no game. I was putting a Perfect Dark to on was like, How am I even playing? How did I play this game before? This game is
0: This game is literally punchy, <laughs> like, bro. I, I saw him play a Perfect Dark. I said, what is Jalen doing? He must be experimenting. I just left it alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They yeah, had I was runs. Like, they said <laughs> this perfect dark kid for me. We used to go crazy on this game. And I was just like, "Nah, no, we just crazy for playing this game. Like, what?
0: Game was trash, bro." <laughs> man, you just got new eyes, man. That's like going back to playing Tekken three and talking about like like Tekken seven ain't crispy. So it's like it's like that, man. It's just that's all that is. You, you just it, it stuff matures, but at that time you enjoyed the game. That's all that was like. I'm not going to go black and play true crime. But at that time, I really loved true crime. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all that I is to I it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I don't want to I don't wanna, um, dim their light. Um, by Tango Gameworks. Really great game. Um, that came out as a shadow drop. Uh, it came out during a developer direct, which I think was on a Wednesday. It could have been a Tuesday, but I think it was Wednesday. Um, and basically, it was a, um, I think it's like a $30, $40 game. And oh, uh, 30. yeah, I think it's a yeah, $30 game. And it's like a beat-em-up, mash-em-up, rhythm-based um, fighter. And it's like a, Um, it is a third-person action game, but it also has, like, story elements, and overall, the, I guess my, my biggest impression of the game is how polished the game is, how everything just works, the systems, and how they engage the rhythm to match the world, and, like, pretty much the entire game, I'm playing that game, I'm bobbing my head, because it's just like, okay, I'm I, 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 I you get into that like rhythm of the beat or whatever and then you just start to play and and it's like allow you to string combos and and you know bounce and jump off of other people and like as you get further you unlock more skills and it becomes like even more entertaining and more hectic so um yeah hi-fi rush is probably one of xbox's most um, successful drops in a very long time and it's coming from Tango Gameworks that really works on uh, like Evil Within and games like that they don't really do this type of game but to the, the transition from that to this seems so seamless it made so much sense that I'm like I wonder what else t- Tango can do out of nowhere and, and like you know put some time in because this is a really well done you know, rhythm game, and we probably haven't had anything like this on this type of caliber or level, rhythm wise, since like a, uh, um, probably like a Jet Set. But I, I think there was another game that came out with the rhythm, and like had that 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 feel, and um, was heavily music inc- incorporated. But I think Jet Set Radio is like in the same line of that. And this is like their new edition of that. Plus it has the sunset overdrive over the top field, um, with the characters and the world. And, um, and it even has like really good, um, animation. So like overall I can't praise it enough because simply they had a vision and that vision was executed properly. Um, I have seen a lot of comparisons to other games um not to be not to no play on word but for spoken um, is the one that um, kind of comes to mind about characters that are uh how do you say like they kind of they're they're larger than life or over you know they just kind of... Exaggerate everything, and they have like big personalities. But it feels like this one was done right, in the world setting that made sense versus for spoken in a very dull world, um, with a with a very much so, not so larger than life persona. But they tried to make it that way; it just felt all types of wrong. Um, and and I guess that's where the comparison started, and like everybody started t- talking about it because. These games came out pretty much some similar time, and one's doing very well, very uh, much so. Different light, but they have some types of comparisons there when it comes to the main characters and the movement and what and Blase Blase. But overall, I don't think these games are any way, shape, or form the same. I just think one or two things, and that people are tying to um, annoying or more so a exasperated character i think i'm saying that right um character that nobody really wants to i don't know i I guess that that's the that's the the hi-fi rush though hi-fi rush before i move into forespoken comparisons really great game you should check it out it's free on game pass if you have it it's on pc as well it even hit the edge launch epic launcher which i don't really know why but um it's on steam epic launcher and it is on Xbox, so runs really well on the Series S, and it runs really well on the Xbox Series X. I played on both already, so um, yeah, I just can't praise it enough. I think it did a really, they did a really good job. But uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of people. <clears throat> you mentioned just at radio, and uh,
2: there are a lot of comparisons because it's a mixture of like a bunch of genres. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it, it has action where you can run around and beat up people, but it's based on a beat. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, combo to the music, but the art style, I guess, is probably the, the standout because it's uh I think they said there is some 2D animation in there, but yeah. it's 3D, but it makes it 3D and 2D to give like, you know, the a cartoon art style mm-hmm. and, and the the tone kind of, you know, just reminds you of like a, a cartoon, like Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. and I think they did a really good job of that it it feels like obviously not as like um, well I mean it's a different take on it but you know think of something like Ratchet and Clank uh, where it's very animated and lifelike and, and stuff like that like yeah. the characters are are very expressive I would say um, and, and that's really nice because like from Xbox you don't really get that from them directly um, and the closest that you'll get is like Cause they they, they tried like smaller games as well. I forget their uh battle route, it wasn't battle Royale. it was a hero uh game. I forget the name of it. Um, Super Lucky um, Tail, maybe, but no, not that one, the one
0: by uh Ninja Theory. Oh, it was like, oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Of yeah, it no more. like that one had a cartoon oh, art I think style, was but it didn't really Razor's Edge or Truth's edge, something like that. It was something Edge. Um, but yeah i know no, bleeding edge bleeding yeah. edge yeah
2: um i was gonna say they had a cartoon art style but f- for me it didn't really like have a lot of personality like mm-hmm. characters or whatever stuff like that whereas this it feels like tango game rakes they really had an idea they really put some love and care and like personality in the characters in the world um mm-hmm. and it's fun and i'll say what you were mentioning with like the character like the character he is like an an annoying—I don't know how odious, but he seems like an annoying, like twelve-year-old that you would get from like a Ben 10 TV show or like
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Cartoon Network TV show character. But it worked—the stuff that he's doing and stuff that he's saying, because they're saying like jokes and they're saying memes and stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. It works because like he's a kid in this world that's silly, and it's not in like a serious. yeah it's not in a serious
0: space where you're pulling someone that is like it's they're they're not they're not pushing for realism like you're pulling someone out of a out of a new york space and putting them into this realm and then you're just letting them run around like that because one it's off-putting to the space that you're now creating because he's not being taken out of a non-eccentric world he's actually just being placed into another place where most of the stuff yeah, that's in like there
2: he belongs in that world yeah and the world itself is still over the um, top
0: <clears throat> yeah
2: whereas for Spoken, like you mentioned like the character their the character's background doesn't match the world that they're in and plus yeah. the stuff that they sang just make it more disconnected yes to be mm-hmm. fair to for Spoken, a lot of people did bring up that this is the exact same like some of the same writers as uncharted and a lot of the same dialogue i guess and I would say a lot of the the dialogue in Uncharted might be actually the same quality. But it works in that sense because I don't think anybody takes Nathan Drake seriously except for like Uncharted Four where it was like more serious story. But it's like he's just you know, nobody's gonna run. I think through the I eight, think the difference three hundred people. Yeah, I think
0: the, the I think the difference now is the time. Like right now, the time is more around like I don't think you can really truly have a big open world with a silly character because it just doesn't feel like that's the setting that most people or mindsets are in when they think of these expansive large open worlds. Like there's no there's no point in a world where I would see Assassin's Creed having a funny down to earth character in the type of world space because it just doesn't make sense. Just like um where Final Fantasy, even in their old Final Fantasy games, are like the Final the newer Final Fantasy game, the Final Fantasy uh 15, the guy wasn't really like a, 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 a fun individual. He had side characters that made him interesting or made him fun and the, the dialect that they had wasn't always back and forth banter about nothing. So obviously there's like there's like a way a good way and a bad way to do it. Um, it's just that once again, um, I, I don't, I don't even really, I don't find that a character cannot be interesting. I find that if the world isn't like a character, I don't have to be interesting. Like I played ghost of Tsushima and that guy, Jen was, was boring, but the world wasn't. Um, uh, but that is the problem with forespoken, the world still as much as boring as the character. So there's nothing that interests me to play it. Like I get having a character and having those tropes within a character. um, If you want to tell a story in a certain way, but at least make the world around them fun and interesting to engage with and have things to do and and really um, flesh out that um, dialogue and, and really flesh out what you can experience in the world. But more so you're on your own. You're talking to one person mostly and it's not much of an engaging, you know, situation there. You're really having the big dialogue moments with the bad guys. And it's not that's not fun to me, I guess. It's more like it's like the Witcher. Um, you know, the world. Like obviously Geralt's not uh a character that's I think we've just been conditioned to make sure that the world is the most important part of it. And I and I see that with all games that do success that that are successful. Like V in Cyberpunk isn't the interesting person. It is everybody around him or her in the world. So I think we've been conditioned to feel that way about games, open world games. And when that doesn't happen, you only have to now you have to fall back on, you know, your dialogue and The actual person, and it's just as dull as the rest of it. So it just falls into it falls in line. Um, I'm not saying that the you can't have that type of character, I'm just saying that the world has to be more interesting. And Hi-Fi's Rush world is way more interesting than I've ever like when I first seen that, I was like, dang, this looks fun. When does it come out? That's when I realized it actually was out. I did not think about that with Forspoken. I thought, okay, cool combat. I wonder what they're going to do with the world because it looks a little bland. And if people, when we first were introduced to it, she was just jumping from rock to rock. That was cool looking, but nothing about the world told me I want to run around and do do something in there. So I think that is really what causes games like these open world large games to fail. Um... But yeah, mm-hmm. Hi-Fi Rush, good game. Um, I did not want to, you know, compare it to First right off bat because I just want to give it some more time to be praised. Um, Jalen, did you see anything about it or um, check it out? I know you said you almost pressed that button, so I'm assuming you saw a trailer or something, or maybe you just was scrolling through Game Pass trying to get to you your Final Fantasy 13. That's gone. Yeah, nah, I, was, I was scrolling through there because every time I tried to do it last time I was playing Final Fantasy Thirteen, that was like
1: a couple of days ago and it was working just fine mm-hmm. um, it did give me that error that do you own this game you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. it was doing that again I was scrolling through and past passed my second high five rush and I was like don't know what this game is Just getting a real indie game but I mean I was like I potentially could have tried something like this but um, after you talk about it you know I might I might try it. I'm it more inclined to try it. I ain't gonna say a whole lot, but I just like I mean, I mean why not I was playing uh perfect dark zero, so Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Um but yeah, um okay, well, no flowers, but I'm glad you at least will give it to give it a chance if you um if you have some time. Um I do think it it deserves that, um, a little bit of, a little bit of your time. If you, if you enjoy it, it does start off a little bit slower because you don't have a lot of the necessarily to, necessary tools. So you got like two hours before you start to get like some real combat, um, stylistic, um, fight fighting, but the, 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 the soundtrack, the, the, uh, boss fights, the, the, uh, the the fights in between everything they are pretty are pretty fun anyway in itself so it did get you to that point but once you start to get to the point where you got like um your companions and stuff like that it becomes a lot more interesting to juggle things and and really focus in and i know it's just going to get more and more expansive and um they have plenty of stuff you can backtrack to because there's plenty of places i can't go right now so i got some repeat value um as well so it's like a a much better, um, ReCore. <laughs> much better ReCore, um, in regards to, like, that type of, fa- that fun style of gameplay, but also having a world that's um, far more interesting to explore, so. Um, shout- shout-outs and kudos to Tango, because honestly, they were off my radar. I mean, the last thing I played for them was Ghostwire, and I did not enjoy it, so, um, I was like, maybe I take a step back but uh from from their games but no this definitely reassured me that they are on the right path and um they can pretty much you know they can make a good game they make good games so um i know i loved evil within i loved evil within too and um i believe they had another one game under their belt which i'm, I'm, I'm forgetting now um but yeah anyways Kudos to, to Microsoft and Hi Fi Rush. But the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, Big Philly. Big Philly coming up to uh, IGN or phoning into IGN about, um, he, well, he basically just had an interview. And, and they were discussing everything that happened at the, direct, uh, the de- developers' direct um and all the games that were announced and all of the things that the plans that they were having and she was throwing some hard questions at that guy i didn't think she was but she did she asked him about the layoffs she asked him about the acquisition she asked about um you know big you know big field. He, he 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 can he can he can roll with the punches but uh basically she was asking about that she was asking about whether or not 2023 felt like a lot of pressure for them and um the halo situation um where um people were let go and how he's handling that and what to expect from 343 in the future so he asked he answered a lot on that time frame um even though they were kind of you know um to mold us over and not to really give us m- too much information. I felt like at least he didn't shy away from the questions, um, which that just shows, you know, decent leadership, not deep, good, great, but, uh, um, good leadership, uh, skills and ability to kind of, you know, take the brunt of the, the issues that are occurring. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to kind of, you know, touch on that. What do you, what's, what's your thoughts on, um, the interview, did you even see it, Josh, or no?
2: I didn't see the whole thing, just some of the the snippets. Headlights. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, like you you mentioned, it, it is nice to see uh Phil Spencer out there doing that stuff because I don't even know who oh, his name's Jim Ryan. But like the <laughs> the Sony guy that's president now. You don't see him much. Um no, you don't. and at this point I don't expect you to because like he, he takes more of a backseat, like business stance. And whenever you know these game company CEOs uh are out and mm-hmm. out and about like this, like Phil is. I mean it's just good for the, the brand. It seems like he, he really cares about Xbox and he's trying yeah like to pull them around and uh if it wasn't him in that space, then I think a lot of people would completely lose confidence in Xbox. Um, as far as like the actual topics, uh, I think it's you know it's cool to bring them up because I think a lot of that is negative PR that you know other people with Microsoft would probably would just avoid the conversation altogether. Um, but yeah, it's. it's Cool. Like the main main stuff for me was like the 343 is still going to be around. Yeah. And they're still, you know, they still say that as long as Xbox is around, so is Halo. But we still don't know what the actual future of Halo is. But Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully they're still committed to doing something with Infinite because I feel like it's a good foundation. And if they were to like leave it as is, it would be a lot of wasted effort. Um, and like, nobody gonna pick up a Halo again? And if they like cancel this and then not cancel mm-hmm. it, but like leave it out out to dry, and then come out the new one in seven years again, and nobody's gonna care at that point. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, so they gotta do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's tough, especially when you um, because I felt like he didn't want to stomp on the, the, the launch of it, like the launch was good. It just that the, 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 the up was horrible. Uh, and yeah. it, it, it did get the praise it deserved in that regard. And people really enjoyed at least, um, I definitely enjoyed that halo combat and multiplayer a lot more than others. It's just that the momentum just kind of slowed and, um, it just went to a it just went to a very bad spiral because of just the lack of updates, the the, con- the, 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 the just lack of content to play. So I get that. Um, but he respectfully, you know, he kind of wanted to be like, yeah, we they need some work to be done. He said three, four, three is still over there. They had to move and shift some stuff around so they can make sure they had the the right situation going and they have updates coming out, but overall three, four, three is still going to be, um, heading, um, halo. I just hope that, um, it was the right call and, uh, well, they had to do something anyway. It was, it was just, it was too much. So I get that part, but, um, I just, you know, hoping that, 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 that all works out well there. But, um, and then he kind of went to hi-fi rush about how, um, they get a lot of positive buzz on social media because of the shadow drop and like the, the over eccentric stuff about it and everything. People loving the music, people loving everything about it. And, um, he kind of stated that it was something that the, the team came up with and they, they thought it was doing really well in the play testing and, um, the level of quality that they were getting feedback on and they wanted to kind of shadow drop it. I mean, at the, the developer developers direct, so. Again, um, another one of those cool moments right off in the beginning of the year where um, they're actually getting some momentum in the right direction. Um, while You know, there's the uh, unfortunately, Forspoken was a was was unfortunately, you know, now that is being the that that is basically being the brunt of the joke, getting the brunt of the joke because of uh the comparisons and everything. Nobody likes to have a game do bad. So I'm not going to keep going with that. I'm just saying that that is what is occurring now because the games came out at the same time. Um, They were talking about actually about the acquisition, which really made me perk up a little bit. Cause he said that Um, basically he didn't know a lot about it when he first started it, but now that he does more more, no more that he's more confident that it's going to go through. And I'm like, that sounds like a uh a pr answer um big fail cuz it just don't make I, I don't make sense because it's just too much happening too many things but he's feeling confident um uh hopefully it's not a a situation where um where he has to t- walk those words back but he said he's feeling confident about it going through still he he feels as if he's going to have a good um, he has, has a good shot at that actually happening and now that he's been having a lot of conversations with, um, a lot of the heads or uh, the, um, I know, I, I think she mentioned that, um, um, she mentioned something in regards to, uh, individuals getting involved in, or, or different boards and, and, you know, working with, uh, different countries in regards to like trying to get all this stuff done. Um, so, but Yeah. The uh the, oh no, she said the FTC is suing, correct. Um, but he said, yeah, like he said, he's he's still they still on schedule, he said. They got eighteen month time frame, they're months in. He think everything fine, perfect, honky dory. So, hey. He know more than I for sure. Um, but hopefully it does go through. I mean, I would love to see that get under their camp as well because um I just know that I, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit later. I'm sick of buying games, and um, as long as they have subscription based stuff, um, it allows me to play all the games that I actually want to play without having to commit to a game that I may not find interesting. So the more I come in there, the more I can you know expand into other games that I may want to purchase that I normally would reserve for these high releases, um, like um, on PlayStation. So um, selfish. But that is the point of the subscription, so I can try new things. um so yeah, I'm looking forward to getting um call of duties and all of the other games and everything from Activision into this subscription service so we can um try some of this stuff without having to commit um, but those were like the really big highlights, like I said, three, four three talking about the Activision. He even complimented it at last of us, hBO he said it's fantastic. Great adaptation to the television screen, uh, but yeah, he's he, he ain't throwing no punches at Sony, uh, but you know they're doing really well. She did she did comment about the Halo TV series and whether or mm-hmm. not he, <laughs> and whether or not she he felt like it is it, is his hope that the Halo TV series can rise to that level in season two, and he said he just wants the best for everything. You know, Big Phil don't. Uh, he ain't, he. Ain't, like I said he ain't throwing no punches. He want to make sure it's a good year, um, and he's excited about Redfall, He's excited about Starfield, and he's really happy that, that about the Bethesda acquisition and how he's gonna be able to launch some games. I just I did not like the that the other studios that you own outside of Bethesda haven't been heard from like at all. Like I'm just. I'm kind of over listening about 2023. I want to hear with your teams that you've been building for almost three years now. More than... Has it been three years, Josh, when we heard about all those acquisitions and all those companies? It's been
2: about three because Bethesda
0: has actually gone through and that took more than like a year, right? <laughs> yeah. So... I already knew what Bethesda was working on and what they were planning on doing. I'm looking forward to the people that we don't know what's going on, like Coalition, Playground Games. I'm looking forward to uh, even looking at what Double Fine and everyone else has been working on outside of Psychonauts. Like, I, I want to see what these companies are doing. And uh, obviously, we know Hit Ninja Theory is still working on Hellblade, but how good can that game really truly be? I really want it to be like a listen. I mean, there's nothing that uh, in that realm of Hellblade that I feel like they can do more with because it was more about one thing versus another. So I don't really see that expanding into something like very unique outside of polishing it and making that experience that experience so strong. Um, I'm ready to see something new. I'm ready to see something that, um, nobody's has seen before. And I really, ready for them to innovate and do something special. Um, but we, have, we we're obviously getting the, but the stuff. I mean, they just bought them. They obviously going to be the forefront of it for a little bit, but I'm ready to see what, cause they bought a bunch of, they bought a bunch of freaking, um, studios. So just ready to see what's, what's going to happen there. um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it on um, big phil i think um uh, the cool thing about those interviews is that you get to kind of see what they're thinking about what they're what's top of mind how they talk how they answer these types of questions what's the concerns um i still feel like phil is doing a great job i don't feel like he's doing a bad job at this for um i don't feel like he's doing a bad job at all i just feel like uh there is a Um, there's, there definitely should be a little bit more emphasis on this year and making it right, because I don't, I don't, I know that they are earning money and they're making money. I just want them to kind of expand upon that. And, um, and really, really, really hit a stride. Um, so that way we, you know, we've. not we only can we can feel good about the the content that they're going to be putting out as well as the player base expanding so that they this model that they're doing because they're doing a lot to service the, the customer I want this model to succeed because I want other people to copy it so if this model is not succeeding I'm a little disappointed I'm not more so Upset or angry or I hate PlayStation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying more so I like this model. I want it to succeed so that he can continue to expand this model into other areas. Um, what's your um what's you what's, what's your thoughts on um on Phil at Xbox and um and uh do y'all have any thoughts really on Phil at Xbox and what what he's currently doing? I always look at it from a business aspect, but um. Anything that y'all saw was like that's cool, dope, or um, anything he's lacking that y'all want to see it more of, for real, for real. And hey, what you think, Chandler? It's your boy Phil, Big Philly. Jbz, you are muted. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Man, he said, oof, 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 and then it just went back. Me, <laughs> no, nah, I had to clear my throat, but I didn't want to do it with oh. the of Oh, okay, gotcha, right, uh, right, <laughs> gotcha. Got we was in the middle of uh trying to figure out what we what we want for more from Big Phil in the 2023 space, uh, 2023. 2023 Better days Wait to the bar game, right here. I'm better late than
1: then Put better games on the Game Pass. I think it's cheeks.
0: You think? You think Game Pass cheeks?
1: Man, that it wasn't nothing on that scene. That was real entertaining. Mm. I had to go back through there for a fourth time to mm. see if my i be anything. Okay,
0: what's a um, what's a what's a level of game that you're interested in playing that would you would love to come to Game Pass day one? Left for Dead. Left for Dead 2 and 1? Yep. Oh it so ain't that hard. Left for Dead. Interesting. Interesting take. What about you, Josh? Yeah. Anything you um looking for him to finish, do, complete? Any any sleepers that you was like, Oh man, I wish they would've talked about this or I wish they would have actually mentioned something about this anything like that
2: you mean like games
0: that should come the game pass or just no nah, just know? anything big field should be doing more of anything that should be uh, actually working on or trying to continuously improve anything that you kind of think uh, they need to kind of work on for sure
2: yeah I think that I know that it's not going to work for everybody um, but I personally think that their Hi-Fi Rush is a good example of just having smaller games is better than having like nothing uh, mm. first party to come out because they have talented people and people want to play you know those, those games if they're good and as long as they can like put them out I don't personally mind with them uh coming out how to put it I know that uh, they tried it before with like Sea of Thieves and stuff like and Ori and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it kept people happy for a while. Right now, in the last year or so, we haven't seen as many first party titles from Xbox, and I think that that's them trying to focus on. Okay, we need to focus on bigger titles. We need, you know, something to level Last something Us, something level God of War, and those. That's true. They do need those things, and. Or people like Jalen, who look on Game Pass, he's gonna skip ninety nine percent of it unless it's like well, Jalen still really do box
0: art um, reviews. <laughs> Jalen still yeah. do box art reviews for real, for real.
2: So if they if they ain't got the God of War competitor, Jalen gonna skip it. But uh, they can't <laughs> they can't keep going like year after year with like nothing or you know dropping like one or two games. Um, so personally, I want them to. At least say that they're gonna do more with games like High Fire Rush, uh, smaller budget, had really good at what it does, and people will like it. The reason I say that is because with the Xbox um, developer thing, it was okay. Uh, High Fire Rush was the highlight, and a game like Redfall, I want to play. Yeah, like it's like uh, Left for Dead. The enemies oh. seem interesting. Like I think. Vampires are more interesting than zombies because at least they can have some sort of personality or different powers and stuff like that. Yeah. But that game is... It took a long time to make. Maybe, hopefully, a lot of people play it. But it's kind of, like, not exciting. No, it's
0: not exciting as much. As one, one I would like it to be.
2: Yeah, same thing as Starfield is not exciting for me. And I feel like them banking on these big-budget games that might come out to mix reviews is kind of bad for the brand overall. It's like with Sony, like everything they come out, like nothing under a ninety if it's coming out of Sony. <laughs> so Yeah. Um and the stuff that is under ninety, like uh what was that game? Uh Days Gone, we just know that they're not gonna continue it. So I I don't know. I just think that they should start Betting on their smaller, smaller games a little bit more uh, instead of
0: big titles that might not hit. Uh no, yeah, I, I agree. I, I gotta, I got to disagree, but agree in some portions of it. I agree with some of what you stated. Um, I do think they still need to focus on the larger games. I just think that they need to zone in on. Every on zone in on story development, storytelling, and narrative design. Like, I truly think that people are like if you look at all the games that are successful on the PlayStation, they're all so heavily narrative driven and dialogue and like these people are really good at making good stories. More than anything, the world is built around the story. The story and the world are built together. Like that is how you make a great game. Um, and truly most of the time, um, these games don't have much of a, uh, exploration feel. They're very limited linear games that have a lot of detailed in the small things but not much in the bigger scale like they need to learn how to tone down and that is not what that's not that's not a Bethesda um skill set to be honest they don't do tone down they make expansive worlds with a lot of character and they try the experience is done by the character or by the 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 actual player than anything so uh, what what they need to focus in on is creating those types of games because honestly they're not that and i'm not saying that they're not hard to make they are they are makeable with a lot of money um that's it motion capture really bringing in the faces bringing in like like an almost on a level of a movie but you find a great script, you find a great story to tell, and you find a great world to build. I don't I don't see that not being possible on Xbox. I just see them loving the 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 gameplay more than the story that they're telling. That's just what it is It's like. They they prefer to provide a gameplay that is is fun or enjoyable and doesn't restrain the 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 player to the detriment of the storytelling, story-driven, narrative game. They just prefer this over that. These games that we love on this or people love on Sony have a very limited scope and they 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 hone in on that scope and they hone in on those that, that that lesson that understanding what that what it means to play the game and what it means and that feeling that you come out at the end of that game. They hone in on that. They don't. They don't deviate too much. Um, whereas on Xbox, there is no structure when it comes to certain games. It's just really, I don't know. Um, t- their their best effort was Gears Five. Their best effort was Gears Five and Gears Four, um, of trying so, to hone in. Uh, I. I- what would you what, what, what would you consider their best effort on that type of to to that level of storytelling and narrative?
2: No, I, I, I agree that I think that the storytelling needs to be a stronger focus for them to, like, uh, hire, raise the pedigree of their their franchises. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I think that. Uh, that they've tried to raise the storytelling in the wrong franchises that don't need more storytelling. Like Halo, they try to do a lot more with like, you know, one shot cameras and we doing all this story and emotion and stuff like that. Halo doesn't need more story. Same thing with Gears. I don't care about a single thing in Gears universe because it was not made to even be a universe that has a cohesive story. You're just going through blowing up Locust and then, oh, here come more Locust and then blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the whole story of Gears. I don't care. So, it's a waste of time to invest Last of Us 2 money into Gears franchise. I
0: like, agree. But they, that is they the franchise. Do
2: that, make yeah. a new IP, put all your storytelling, your best uh, camera work, all that stuff in your new IP or IP that, it, that has the potential to grow mm-hmm. and have these characters. Everything else, just focus on what they're good at. Like, even though Skyrim is an old game and I do agree that Bethesda games need to evolve because they've been copying from the same formula for 20 years mm-hmm. but at the same time nobody buys those games for the story nobody wants a main character in those games people were mad that Far Cry 4 had a main character with like a, a set back story. People just want gameplay. The gameplay needs to be fun the world needs to be big there needs to be a thousand quests And you're supposed to get a bunch of weapons and spells and all that stuff. Like, You you meant
0: Fallout 4 though, right? Not Far Cry 4. You said Fallout. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Fallout 4.
2: People don't want anything else from Bethesda. They just want them to make better games. Like The problem with Bethesda is they keep copying the same games and they run trash and the engine trash and stuff like that. And it feels like low effort. But if they put their... If they play to their strengths and give people what they want, People will be happy with Starfield. People will be happy with Elder Scrolls Six.
0: No, I I agree. So, like, that's what I was trying trying to get at. Is like, say, for instance, they, which they are, they're working on a perfect Dark Zero. I don't know nothing about that world, but if that world had enough, and
2: I don't know why they, (laughs) that's exactly what I mean. Perfect Dark Zero is the wrong franchise. I mean, sure, maybe they completely like reinvented is nothing like the old ones it's just the same name fine that's a reboot it has nothing to do with the old ones but mm. if they're going to continue a story from the old games that's kind of dumb cuz like at least God of War it was like it had a story that you could follow even though it was kind of stupid it had a story you can follow and they yeah. rebooted it and now we're going to you know take it slow and unpack all that stuff that happened in the past Perfect Dark Zero does not have that because those games didn't even really have a story at that time. It's just like playing GoldenEye and expecting, oh, we're going to come out with a GoldenEye sequel in 2022 it's going to continue to 60- Nintendo
0: 64 story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So Perfect Dark, <laughs> Dark Zero definitely was not one, then?
2: No. I mean, what's the point? Why, if you want to tell a story about a spy woman, why not <laughs> make a brand new franchise? Why does it have to be Perfect Dark Zero? Mm.
0: because that is the one with the brand. You, you agree,
2: right, Jalen? You you used to like Perfect Dark Zero. You want to see more of what uh old girl got to say?
0: <laughs> What's what her name?
1: Right, where's at What was her name? Zero. No, just bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, like Joanna Dark or
2: something. Yeah, Joanna Dark or something.
0: Man, oh no I, know, uh, I know that. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I understand that um that they don't have the the prowess or the, the franchises to build up off of, which is makes sense. Um I just want to know that when they do put that effort into something and they do put that financial backing into something, it is the right thing and not the wrong. Um mm-hmm. And it's so it's so many wrong as of late that I think they are attaching big money to games that have some similar, some, some, some similarity of success or some re- game name recognition, because they are too yeah. nervous to drop a brand new IP that is going to one be judged in a different light because it's a new IP, and two, um, it they can either they can they can hide this they can hide the success of that game or the or the lack of success of that game to due to it being a new ip and maybe having some or um some some changes down the road so um i get what you're saying though i don't i don't really have an answer to it because it it seems as if um they have to try something but i know that mm-hmm. there is a there is a level of these games what do you have to fit these games? And they have to answer that call at least twice or once a year. What do you have for this God of War? What do you have for Last of Us? What do you have for Horizon? What do you have for this? Like, they have to have something to answer that call. And that is going to level the playing field. Because at the end of the day, they got games. They're just not games that people can compare to the other top tier games. So once they put that level there and we want to experience that level more and more, they hit that benchmark. They can now showcase. Okay. This is the benchmark. How do we recreate it and elsewhere? But the, the the game pass is what's going to allow us to have the actual fun. We want to have in games because these are to, truly, and to be honest, these are stories. These are not fun, have a great time god of war has been like the only one that had broke the mold of on oh, i can't i'll hit that back horizon and god of war last of us and um and naughty naughty everything came out naughty dog was not fun to play but it was fun to watch um but at least horizon and god of war were fun to play and watch um so those broke the mold so they are already Not only do they are they making it harder for them. They're they're bringing out games with high quality gameplay and storytelling. So it's just like they're they're starting to even lose the 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 level of that level that they were they were at at first. So now they're even they're taking off even further from Microsoft. So they have to answer that call, and then we can start comparing
2: competing with gameplay. They're competing with stuff that Xbox
0: is not doing at all. Yeah. Yeah, they they they're just they're just not they're not on the same pedestal and level. So they have to figure out something to answer that call. And people requesting that Halo become that is ridiculous to me. People requesting um Gears of War to become Gears to become that is ridiculous to me because these games were never meant to be but but they saw God of War rebrand itself and they thought maybe we can do it too. No, these worlds are totally different. These worlds, you're talking about Norse mythology. They, they, they changed the whole thing. They changed the world yeah. <laughs> to make it more interesting. Like, they already seen us fight the Greeks. What can we do now? They changed the world around Kratos. Gears, you can't change that world. That is that world. It's post apocalyptic. They can't go to a different planet. They can try but this ain't what it is. This is you fighting earth. You're trying to save earth. So it's just that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's going to be what it is. Um, and, it, and I haven't seen a narrative leap to make gears of war become that. Um, and it won't, it never will. So I, I don't, I don't look forward to the next Gears game as a comparison to anything. God of war or horizon related. I look towards those games that haven't been announced. Those games that are, uh, our secrets uh, above and beyond the level of degree we've ever seen from Microsoft. And then we can start comparing Forza Motorsport to Gran Turismo and these games because they already hit those out the park. But as long as you have something to get those people off the eyes of the smaller games, you have to keep with people more freedom, get people more ability to to, to 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 represent their brand in a different way. So um, Hi-Fi Rush is one of those games that just came out really fun to play um, but they have to they have to hit that mark uh, they can't they can't just not do it it's always going to be a never-ending cycle of well they got better games because of this level or tier that they never will meet um, Microsoft has the money to buy people that can make that tier um, which they have and um, they probably have the talent now it's really just in and 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 I think 2024 is probably going to be the year we really get to see some really good games come out of them, or at least one. I'm hoping for one in, in the 2024 that is like very much so that level. Um, they could possibly do it with the Indiana Jones game, but we'll see. You just don't know. So, and um, Indiana Jones has been seen so many times, it's not new. So, it's really hard to make a good a game like that become your star player, because we already know what the Indiana Jones story is and what they kind of do. It's really it's really time for them to create something special. So once they do that, I have full confidence in Big Phil and his ability to write the ship of Xbox. Um, but for now, I have not seen the quality met and I don't expect it to be this year either. Not with no Starfield. Definitely not with no red fall. Um, so yeah. Anywho's let's move on to our last topic because we ran over Dead Space remake. Um, so the Dead Space remake is actually really, really it's reviewing really well, right? That's you could say that, right, Josh. Um, it's reviewing yeah extremely well. Um, people are enjoying it and um It's good. It's $70 though. Um, but let let me not, let me jump. Let me, let me go back. Dead space is doing really well. They have, were able to recapture the, the feel, the horror, the scariness, the, 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 the setting. Um, they were able to, um, repurpose and redo certain, certain parts of dead space one to make it feel more engaging and fun. They were, Able to hit the mark on sound quality, that, that's really hard, in my opinion. I haven't seen it done well in the game since. Not that level of game, but anyway, like a like a like a horror game, anyway. Um, and it knocked it all out the park. Um, and everybody's loving it. People saying it's running well. I did see something about the 4090 not being able to run at 60 Ultra, but uh, ain't nobody worried about the elites. They run running at 1440p upscaled but it's um it's a really well done game um quality wise this is a a a rare w for ea um in my opinion um but we already kind of knew that you really can't mess up dead space but this is a hard feat this is remaking a game that everyone beloved and winning people back um so that's hard I won't, don't want to take that away from them. I'm glad they did it, and I'm glad that it, this is now the definitive way to play Dead Space 1. All right. It's $70. No, no, I can't. It's a remake. Um, I've beaten the game. I personally am probably... And I, and I was really excited about this game, and I think I'm going to have to do the same thing for Resident Evil 4 Remake, is that... No, I'm not going to pay you for a game I beat multiple times over. I'm not paying $70 to replay that game. I have to have a new experience to pay $70 at this point. And even with new experiences, I am judging it extremely harshly when I give you $70. Um, At this point, I have become accustomed to Game Pass. I have become accustomed to finding games for cheaper. I have become accustomed to waiting. I have no fear of missing out in my bones anymore because i know at some point one i'm not even gonna probably have the time to push into this game two it's more than likely gonna be a game i sit on for a while to complete and three i have a back catalog that is at this point very ridiculous so um no respectfully i'm not giving you seventy dollars a I don't even like you for real, for real, but, um, I wouldn't give $70 to anyone at this point that I felt like in some way, shape or form, I could wait on it. Um, and it's, and it's, and it's tough because you don't think that they don't deserve the money. You just know that I'm accustomed to the money, not being like valued. Like I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to three weeks later it's forty bucks. I'm accustomed to these price drops that are very significant and quick. They don't they don't take long. And um and and it just feels as if that's that's that ten dollar price hike did so much more damage and Game Pass did so much more even more damage to how people perceive the cost of a video game now. So I praise it for everything it done right. I do. I truly do. I think Resident Evil 4 would be a very much so in the same cloth. Um, But I ain't paying that money. So I'm not going to be getting it anytime soon. Maybe for 30, maybe for 40. That is when I think I will, you know, indulge and actually purchase. But um, yeah, I know we kind of talked about this off camera in our off pod and had a little conversation around it, but um, what, what what's your thoughts on? I'll let the people know what's your thoughts on these seventy dollar games remakes and all, Josh.
2: Yeah, like I thought about it a bit. after We talked about it, and for me, you know, let's say Uh-oh. it's full price or even sound premium like, price. Weird.
0: Can you hear him okay, Jalen? JB, yeah, I care. My bad, I'll be having my thing muted. Uh, but yeah, I care. Okay, it must be muted. Yeah. Continue.
2: Okay, now, um, when it comes to like remakes for, uh, I'll just say premium price, whatever that price <coughs> is, it's seventy dollars and up at this point. Um, I guess it depends on the how much the game has changed or, or yeah, the effort into the game. Cause like uh, a lot of these games, especially, have been updated in like the last generation or so to be run at sixty or or they're at least playable on modern systems. I can still go back and enjoy the original Dead Space. Still a good game. Obviously, the remake has like the added benefits to it, uh, but it is they are excellent for premium price. Um, but when I was looking at other remakes, I guess it depends on. How much it, it changed from the original? For example, uh, Resident Evil remake, um, no Resident Evil Two remake and Resident Evil Three remake, remake um, were completely different games. Like e- even though you oh you don't go to the police station, you will be in Raccoon City. Uh, it was a PlayStation One game, and comparing the two, they're completely different. Like um, the stuff, even the size of the map on the new game. Um, you couldn't even do on the PlayStation 1 because the hardware couldn't handle it and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. it's a lot of new content, it's a lot of stuff that you never seen before, it's a lot of stuff you never imagined before because the, um, the hardware just couldn't do it that way. Whereas like Dead Space, the original is a 360 game and to be fair, I mean, I know what a Necromorph looks like, I know what it looks like when, in Dead Space 2 where they like, crawling out of people bodies and, 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 and stuff like that. And it still will look a lot better on the new stuff, but it's not a completely new experience that I haven't seen before. So I guess that's, I guess my thing is mm-hmm. maybe remakes don't need to be done so soon. <laughs> cause even, cause I, I know you mentioned like Zelda and like, I like the Zelda games and what I played full price for like a Zelda remake and when I think about it most of them know because a lot of them I can still go back to and enjoy like um they like they came out with the uh, Ocarina of Time remake and Majora's Mm. Mask remake on the 3DS and I didn't play them because those games didn't need a full price remake Uh, Mm -hmm. still playable they're still fun all you gotta do is just put them on a modern system with modern controls and people will still enjoy them um If it's like, oh, Zelda 1 and this was an NES game and we're going to remake it, I guess that makes a little more uh, attractive purchase for me, at least. Mm. So, I mean, that's my stance on it. I feel like Jalen or or y'all, like, would y'all buy a full price $70 Pokemon remake? But it's like, oh, this is Pokemon Red and Blue, but with actual... Current gen graphics and open world stuff like that, like even though they would never do that, I think that would be much more attractive than just uh, what was that game? Uh, Scarlet, Pokemon Violet,
0: Pikachu?
1: let's go,
2: let's go, Pikachu. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, let's go, Pikachu. Well, that was yeah. just that was just go, uh, that was just Pikachu Go, I mean, or uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> I mean, it was a remake of
2: the original game,
0: mm-hmm. but it wasn't, um.
2: Completely different, like reimagining of it. It was, it's kind of just,
0: hmm. I don't know. would we'll,
2: we'll well, you describe it.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I didn't play it. I don't know. If J- I, maybe Jalen played Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. Yeah, I had it. Did you even like it? Did you enjoy it? Or was it like a lot different than what you usually would play a Pokemon game? Or was it like not really anything different? <clears throat> I
1: mean, was different. I mean it was updated and stuff like that, but it was still like Pokemon Rare and stuff like that. It wasn't nothing like drastically significant. It's like Pokemon on no easy mode. Mm.
0: And I know they had a new mechanic for ch- catching Pokemon. Were you able to turn that off?
1: Uh I don't really remember I really don't remember what they call that, it, but it's about to be based off like Pokemon that
0: Pokemon. I wish mean, I I would again. It's fading <laughs> in and out. But I think I heard what yeah, you said. In
1: and
2: out. He, uh, it,
0: he really yeah, I think I heard him say um, in regards to Pokemon is that uh, it, it wasn't much of a change that he could remember, at least. Um, yeah, so. I don't think, can y'all hear me now? Yeah, can yeah they had
2: like a little little Pokeball thing. I don't think it was like a, a big deal. It was um, you like flick the Pokeball to like catch them. Um, it I don't think it really impacted the the gameplay positively or negatively. Like if you liked it, it was cool. If you
1: didn't, it didn't. It wasn't like too bad. Oh, yeah, okay. it, it was just a, a remake of Red version basically, except like you start off with Pikachu, and I think Pikachu had a specific move. I think it's like Zippy Zap or something like that. Um, and then you didn't have the, you know, you didn't have like the Charmander or not, but
2: Yeah, I I was just saying that it was a remake of the first game, but it wasn't like a a brand new um take on the franchise. Like this is we're gonna mm-hmm. take our last Pokemon game, whatever that one was at that time, and just go back to the the original uh Pokemon. So it felt like a current gen this feels just like all the other pokemon games it's just weird in the in the past area which if they're going to do a remake and what like i said just make it feel like something new that i haven't seen before where that game it didn't feel like something i never seen
0: before. gotcha
2: otherwise what's the point of remaking it you know?
0: <laughs> yeah um agreed um i think um I think I think that I think it's tough when you say it like that. It's kind of like no, I, every remake isn't shouldn't be treated the same. You're absolutely right. Um and I think um there is a level to time and actual you know changes, design and everything like that, but yeah, I think Dead Space and Final Resident Evil 4 fall into that space for me of um, it's not a cash grab because they actually did put effort into it, but it, at the same time, it doesn't feel like that should be a $70 or worthy of that amount of money of a full phone, a full blown ground from the ground up type of game. So, um there should like be some standard th-
2: announcement. Uh, I I would have been really excited for it if they did this exact same effort but it was Death Space 4 or Death Space
0: one and a half or something yeah yeah honestly yeah because then you you know you're not going to get this like similar experience to what you already kind of had and um and it's not going to be on the same cloth of that and it's like it's going to be more of a a new new places new experience new locations maybe different enemies but um when it comes to just remaking things and and using the same assets you already had or owned it's kind of tough, um, so I think yes, um, but but and but so that nostalgia
2: It's all these type of remakes play tunes nostalgia. Oh, you remember the first time the necromorph like jumped out the bin and jumped on you. Mm-hmm. That's what they're
0: playing on. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I I really do not care. Um, it's just more of a. It's more of a if the game was running crappy the first time around and it's not now that gives me more, um, that gives me more of a battery in my back to go out and buy it. Cause I hated the experience I had, but I love the experience I had on there, whether or not it was 30 frames or 60 area, wh- whatever the case may be. I love that experience. I remember playing that on my uh, laptop or something, I think. Um, but yeah, those games are, are great. So I, I, I really don't, have much to say on it outside of um the the remakes weren't necessary and if they aren't necessary then I definitely don't want to spend money on it um it's still a tough pill to swallow when it comes to $70 games that aren't of the quality of a of a God of War or Horizon um it's just it just makes it harder for me to want to spend that money but um at the end of the day uh, there's experience that, w- that I want to have and there's experience in games that I want to play like street fighter six. Um, I will give them that money just cause I want to experience that game. But at the same time, I know they're putting in their best effort. They're doing, they're doing a lot to try to make the game different. And, um, that I can trust that company to know that that money is being well spent on even more development, more things. But when it comes to trying new games and trying new things, like I would never pay for Redfall out my pocket, period. I never pay for Starfield out my pocket, period. But I would pay for um, like a Hi Fi Rush, if I wanted to play that and it wasn't on Game Pass, I would pay for that out my pocket because I would want to engage in that type of content. It's just that they have to be unique, they have to be engaging, and they have to provide that level of quality that I'm looking for. And the price has to be it has to be priced accordingly. I think there is some there's there's a there's there is a conversation to be had about pricing and the pricing accordingly. Like everybody shouldn't pay. I shouldn't have to pay seventy dollars for every game. I should have to pay $60 for every game. Some games, there's a level of quality and a level of design that should be incorporated into that. Like um, Dead West, I believe that game was $49.99 on Steam. I mean, Evil West, because there's a level of quality and a level of design in indie games and blah, 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 whatever the case may be. To price it differently, even with these AAA studios, yes, your game was hard to make in a degree, a level of people that was there, but is the quality of that game at the end product worthy of a seventy-dollar price tag? And that's where you get the DLC and all that stuff to add on to make sure you they're recouping their funds. But baseline, as you kind of stated before when we were talking about it off um, off the podcast, is that that baseline has increased, so now that if you want certain things, you might as well wait till it's half off, so that way you can get all the DLC and all the content for the price closer to, or even less than the price of the base game. So, all tide rises, and it kind of causes people to reevaluate. Um, How much of an impact do you think Game Pass had on that, Josh?
2: Um...
0: Because subscription think, services well, have been well, around, but I think this is the most popular and most uh, successful one, you know.
2: Yeah, it's definitely the most successful for games. Um, I don't know how big of an impact it is for, I guess, everybody, because a lot of people either don't have Xbox or they don't use Game Pass. i used Jalen, for example. He does play Game Pass, but if, if Jalen plays five games a year, I guarantee you, most of those are not on Game Pass because, you know, maybe those games are just not available to Game Pass. So, I think that the as Game Pass continues to like spread and becomes more available, that will make a difference. Where uh-huh. if you want to buy Dead Space Remake on PlayStation for seventy, or you can play it on Game Pass for no additional cost, I think that will make a really big difference. Um, uh-huh. But I don't know. I don't. I personally, well, let me put it this. Well, way. you know,
0: you get the EA player. I don't think that one got the ten year ten ten hour trial for Dead Space Remake though. Um,
2: Ooh, 10 hour trial. I I don't really count that though because it's, it's a trial. It's not like you. I know I I, I have the whole game, no additional cost. Whereas, like, if you play the trial, you still have to buy the game. Yeah. Um, you know if if games start coming out well, <laughs> my bad i'll segue real quick I, this is probably what sony was afraid of but like call of duty like if call of duty is a big aaa title a lot of people can buy drops on both game pass and playstation at the same time and it's completely free on game pass then that will literally get people to come over because they're saving money um by playing it on that platform. Um, Mm. it's just right now i don't see haven't seen that happen yet so i don't think game pass is too much of an impact i think the games that are showing up the game pass is helping them more than they're helping game pass in a lot of uh, sm- smaller cases
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> so it's just you know it's a it's a lot to take in a lot to think about but overall um $70 gains is starting to become more and more of a difficult, um, to swallow. Um, especially when there is a level out there that you're experiencing and then there's this level of, uh, there's just this, this just this over large, this is very large window and gap of quality versus the, the cost. So there's this, it's just a, such a large gap now. When it comes down that spectrum, that I believe fair pricing in turn targeting pricing should really should fit this type of medium at this point. There's just too much of a of a degree of difference in the quality of a game, <clears throat> and um, I think that should and be think, reserved for the higher tier games. I
2: don't know if PC is going to like make a difference in this, but still, a lot of these games that are seventy are still at max. Launching at like seven sixty on PC, and yeah. I still think that's crazy. It seems like a PlayStation um, or console quote unquote tax. Uh, and if that's the case, then it can stay on the consoles. So I think that um, PC has is proving to be like a good alternative for people who are like uh, wise to that. I think. Yeah.
0: Yep. So you know. It's just create. it's just that whole um that whole idea is is, is very interesting to kind of have a conversation around. So and I appreciate y'all having it. Um but I think that's pretty much it for this week. Um I wanna wrap it up here because we're we're running short on time. Any lasting thoughts uh, for the people? Anything you guys want to say before we um, say farewell and take your trip to the Japan? <clears throat> Uh, no, I, I, no, we actually covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did. High Fire Rush, Big Field, Dead Space. The uh, only thing we didn't cover is Naughty Dog not doing Uncharted anymore, but... Uh,
2: yeah, that's fine. I mean,
0: that's the, it was time. <laughs> it's time for The Last of Us, but, I mean... Nah, I was going to say, it's definitely time, but... but yeah, it's time. So, um, they, they they say that they, if they find the right story, they can they they make another one, but um Uncharted, they said that, that one that one ended well, so they're done with that one. So which makes sense. It's time for Night Dog to jump into something else narratively driven, which I'm pretty sure would be phenomenal as well. Um, because they, they tell good stories. It don't really matter about well it does, but they tell good stories. So <clears throat> um but that's pretty much it. I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you as always. If you got to this part, you're the real OG. Um, I want to thank you for listening. You can always find this wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a rating, what you think of us, and let us know feedback wise. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.